What's up, everybody? Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today, we get to talk about one of my favorite subjects. Food. Food. Yes. I love food. You do. It's true. Food is a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. God was so gracious, so generous when he gave us the gift of food. Yeah. I think you ask me almost every day, like, what are we having for dinner? You yeah. know, it's like you're always planning ahead. I like Next thinking food. about that. Yeah. I know, yeah. I, I want to just like think about what's for dinner throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. Anticipate <laughs> it. Get ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. And like when we go on trips or vacations, like I, I oh, will yeah. plan the vacations around the food. I know. Here's what we're doing for lunch. Right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Let's okay. go get that snack. Yeah. It's like, do you mm. want to do anything else? Mm. No, I just want to eat. Let's well, just eat on vacation. <laughs> that's because food is not really our topic. Our, our no, topic well. is hospitality, but yes. but food provides the the place, the context, the stuff mm-hmm. for which oftentimes hospitality can take place. For sure. And so uh, we want to get into this topic. Like within a Christian marriage, mm-hmm. hospitality should be a significant part yeah. of your marriage. It should be a part of your Christian marriage yeah. because Christians are commanded to be hospitable to one another. Um, what better place for you to practice this command than in the context of your home with your wife, with your husband, and um, be able to team up right. to be hospitable together? Right. It's such a great task to together, right? To look at your home, your items, your stuff, all of that, and say, what can we do with the things God has given us in order to bless other people? And one of those main ways is by having people into our home, allowing them to use our stuff, allowing them to eat our food, and doing that as a couple as we serve and reach out to other people in our neighborhood, community, church, all of that. Totally. So for this episode, we want to first talk about why hospitality. Mm -hmm. So we'll spend a few minutes doing that. And then we want to talk about how we pull that off in the Kelly household. Yes. What that looks like for us. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes easier than others. Yes, for sure. So why, uh, Bethany, should Christian couples be engaged in hospitality? Well, yeah, I mean, I uh, automatically think about the scriptures that say, be hospitable to one another. I mean, it's it's pretty clearly put. I've been thinking of like First Peter four, nine. Is it? Yeah, that it says show hospitality to one another without grumbling, so without even complaining about it all. But that's a pretty clear command to me as a Christian that I need to do this. Maybe it's not my natural personality or bent, or I don't know how to start. But uh, it actually is. it is. <laughs> but maybe not for everyone. I'm saying maybe that. That isn't easy for everyone. Yep. For me, it, it is easier. But this is something I need to do because God has asked me to do it. Yeah, and I get to partner with you. Mm-hmm. This is something that you maybe naturally gravitate toward. And so this is something yeah. I'm also commanded to do. Right. And I, I want to link arms with you and do this together right. in our home. This is just, It's just a great context for yeah. us to engage in. Uh, showing hospitality, showing kindness toward other people, yeah. focusing on others and serving them. Right. Um, so not only is it commanded, and mm-hmm. you mentioned a good passage, but also it's it's a way to love other people, which is the second greatest commandment. You know, we're, we're commanded to love God and love others. And so here's a way for us to love people yeah. by caring for them, by showing them hospitality. Yeah. 
I love going out to restaurants with people, but there's something very personal and intimate about having people into my home, into my space, you know, sitting at my table. I should say ours, our table. It's my table. <laughs> Just being in in the place that's most comfortable to me, inviting someone in. I think it, as we love other people, we can personally love them. We can tailor our evening or morning or whenever we're having them over to them. And we can also, it's an intimate, it's a real kind of more vulnerable, he, here I am. This is our our home. Come on in, join us, do what we're doing. And so that's a, it's a neat way to love others. Yeah. I mean, it. you're right. It's personal and it's intimate. This is your home. This is your table and your family setting. Right. And um, it is uh, welcoming people into your life, into your space. Yes. And so that might be uncomfortable or unnatural, Yeah. but this is a way to love other people personally and intimately. Mm -hmm. And there's also something, you know, we talk about food, there's something about a meal where it's like, not only are we sitting around a table that's kind of small and you're close to me, but a meal is too long to just sustain small talk for, right. you know, the duration. Yeah, like, you got to get into it. You, you you have to almost talk about something more substantial than just like the weather. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's got to be, it's it's personal then in maybe a number of ways. Yeah, yeah. You have to get into subjects and conversation pieces that are a little bit more substantial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a great way for um, us to serve and invest and be able to give what we have to other people, like we're saying. Sure. Here. Yeah. So we just had people over at our house uh, for a, for a long period of time, mm-hmm. and um, there was a, a toddler yes. involved, a one year old yes. involved, and it was amazing to see the way our kids came together to serve this baby. Totally. And it was really interesting as as we reflected on this to look back and realize that. I think our kids actually fought less. Mm-hmm. They argued less. Yeah. They were less self-centered right. during the, the stay of this family yeah. because the focus was on serving and caring for the baby and the, our guests. Right. And so it was a really good thing to get our kids to focus less on themselves and more on someone else. Yeah. And uh, you know what? We adults need to do that too. Totally. Yeah. You're so right. I think we should just have someone over a couple nights a week from now on. Just to see our kids. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. For the, yeah. for the sake of it. our sanity. <laughs> but it's true. It's, it was really neat to see them. You know, we've, we have been training, teaching our kids to love, serve others within our home and without, outside our home too. But it was a really cool thing to see them rise up in a lot of ways and try to do those things we've taught by serving and helping and, you know, getting water or food or whatever they needed to do in order to serve the family we had. And, and it is that I, I love hospitality in the sense of that we get to train our kids for that as well. I mean, we have people coming over. We've got these four little kids that are also going to be here the whole time. We need to prepare them. So I think another reason why we need to have people over, and this is obviously a sub reason, not the main, but you get to train your kids. Yeah. Hey, people are coming in. What should you do when they arrive? Shouldn't you? We, we teach our kids to ask questions to adults. You know, you need to ask them a question. You need to answer their questions, to look at their eyes. I mean, there's just so many things. And that, that provides such a context for them to do all this stuff we've been teaching them as they interact with others. Yeah. So it's like you're saying that 
having people over in your home is not only a training ground for your kids to learn hospitality, right? but it's also a training ground for your kids to learn or reinforce yes. all the things that we're teaching. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looking people in the eye, asking good questions, caring for other people, serving other people. Interrupting the right way. Not Ooh. crying and whining yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. So th- there are a few reasons why. Yes. Christian couples ought to be engaged in hospitality. Um, How do you do that, Bethany? Easily. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is true. I I do love to have people over. I'm a people person, so I naturally, even thinking through the week, I think, what night are we having people over? What time are we having people over? It's just a question I ask because I want that. Um, But I think what we we basically do and how to have – be hospitable is plan times, plan ahead. We often have a list of people that we want to have over. We've mentioned to them we want to have over going on our phones and we we plan the calendar. When would be a good time for everything going on? I mean, we, we want to make a space for that. And if we don't, other things can crowd it out. Other, you know, just family time can sometimes, oh, we really enjoy that. So we'll not not have something on the calendar for a while. So really for us, it's just saying, who do we need to show hospitality to? Let's reach out to them. Let's get connected. Let's find a time. Totally. And let's make sure it involves food. Yes, always. (laughs) (laughs) Dinner, brunch, breakfast, anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. But seriously, though, um, I keep joking about food. I love food. Yeah. But um, there's something significant about having meals together Uh And uh, there's even a passage in Luke, I think it's Luke chapter 7, that says the Son of Man came eating and drinking, which is so interesting because there's two other places uh, where the Bible says that, the New Testament. It says the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Um, And then what's the other one? The Son of Man came um, to seek and save the lost. Right. Okay. And then the third reference is the Son of Man came eating and drinking. (laughs) And so Jesus came, part of his missional strategy involved sitting around a table Mm -hmm. with people in this intimate personal setting like we talked about and having meals with them, having conversations with them. And he came um, eating and drinking with sinners and tax collectors, the passage goes on to say. So his missional strategy involved sitting around a table to engage with people, to right. talk with people, to be hospitable and care for people. Yeah. So um, this is a way for us to be like Jesus by um, doing hospitality around the table. So yeah. when we talk about how, it doesn't have to involve food, <laughs> but it's a very Christ-like thing to do. <laughs> I think we also need to focus on people and not stuff. Okay, this is hard sometimes for me because... I want all the stuff in my house. I'm just going to confess right now. I want everything to be perfect when someone arrives. I mean, I want everything dusted, cleaned. I want every item back where it should be. Even the items I haven't put away for like a week. It's like all of a sudden I want all that stuff away. You know, I want everything looking pristine and, and sparkly and neat and organized. And I think that sometimes we can get a little focused on all the things being perfect, the the meal, the things, and get kind of caught up in that. And I I know that I've had to work through that over the years, just not wanting to say, 
if not, everything's not perfect, you know, I'm not ready to have people over. If I have an infant who could be crying during that witching hour, as we always refer to that evening hours, you know, when they're just fussy. Oh, I, I can't have people over because of that. You know, I want to make sure that people are more important than stuff or I don't, my house being perfect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's like you, it makes me ask the question, like, why are you having people over? Is mm-hmm. it is it to like wow them and impress them <laughs> yeah. at how well behaved your kids are and yep. how well put together your house is and how your napkins match your <laughs> curtains? I don't know. Wow, uh, wow. Like, fancy. Or is it to care for people? Right. And we've tried to make the case here that the reason you want to have people over is to engage in the Christian yep. practice of hospitality. So there's an extent to which, yes, it's important to mm-hmm. provide a good context for them and like right. pick up your dirty socks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My dirty socks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also a sense in which, like, you know, don't get hung up on that. Yes. And you have the classic example of Mary and Martha, where, right. you know, Martha is hung up on some of the things, and right. Martha's doing the right thing. She's sitting at the feet of Jesus. Uh, Mary is, yes. Yeah, did I say Yeah, Martha? you said Martha, yeah. Yeah, there's, but me- there's not two Marthas. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so true. And it, it can be easy, depending on your personality, to get hung up on the specific items. And I just, it makes me think about one time we had a, an older couple over. They were going to kind of get to know us, impart wisdom even. They were more like the mentor type status. And first time having them over, and I make like these chicken pot pies. And I can't remember what happened with the crust particularly, but I think it was your... Do you remember how one of them was your fault, I think? <laughs> it's always my fault. <laughs> Just kidding. But um, No, I bought the wrong size pan. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, so it's kind of my fault because I waited to the end. But anyways... Basically, the pot pies, they ended up, they were good. Let me just say they were they were delicious. The, the end product was good, but they bubbled over, like the butter and the insides, you know? Ooh. And they were, so there was all this like smoke and just nasty kind of smell in the air when you walked in the house. And that was a little hard for me to go, you know, yeah, come on into my home. You've never been here. And if there's some smoky yuckiness and here, let me, let me serve you some food. But, you know, we laughed it off. The food was fine. The conversation was better. You know, we worked through it. And it's like you got to expect sometimes things to not go perfectly, not to go smoothly, and not be petrified that and and unable to move forward because not everything is going exactly as planned. Totally. And I'll just add to that, I love pie. Uh, <laughs> whether it's, you know, apple pie, whether it's pumpkin pie, whether it's chicken pot pie. Uh, you're a pie man. I love it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that's a good point that we don't need to get all of our ducks in a row yes. before we have people over. Yes. We don't need to try the recipe 20 times before we right. have someone over to make it. Because right. if you had tried this particular recipe in this particular pan five times before these guests came over, that wouldn't have happened. But you know what? We threw caution to the wind. Yeah. We rolled the dice. <laughs> we had them over. Yeah. We burned the butter, whatever it was. Yeah. And it was great. It was great. It worked out. It Yes, yes. And then, you know, of course, another aspect of this is like there's a big mess when they oh, leave. And so when we're talking about how to be engaged in hospitality, just know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Um, you're signing up to do all the work, you know, make the food, whatever, have them over, clean up the house. And then mm-hmm. I am signing pick- up for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm signing you up for that. Um, you've got to pick up all the pieces when they're gone. Yes. And that's just part of the cost yes. involved. And that's okay. That's good. Yes. That's part of the way you love and serve people. 
something that's really helped me is I try to pray for the people that I'm having over, even while I'm prepping, so that I'm not focused on, look how much work I have to do. I'm rather thinking of the people. And then the same thing with the cleanup. And that's a great, another training ground for the kids as they are having to clean up other people's stuff and put back the things that the other kids we had over, whatever, got out. It's like, look, this is a way to love people and to put people ahead of stuff or put people ahead of yourself, all of that. And I think that's a good for me to remember as I'm picking up. And it's good for me to teach the children, our family, as a family, say we want to serve others. And there's a cost involved in that. And that's good. That's good. It's supposed to be there. Yep. Absolutely. Happy sacrifice. Yes. Privilege. We get to serve people in this sort of way. Yes. And so we should regularly do this. Yes. Um, there isn't a, you know, amount of days per week or per month in the New Testament, but there is just a general command to be yeah. engaged in this kind of thing. There are other ways to show hospitality, and mm-hmm. that's important to note here at the end because, um, you know, at the time of this recording, we're in the middle of the, the cultural uh, issues surrounding COVID-19, mm-hmm. and though we're beyond the lockdown and the, the quarantines, shelter-in-place stuff, right. uh, we're still very much in the wake of um, you know being confined to homes and not spreading germs and not yeah. going over to other people's houses, all this. Yeah. So how, as we close here, how do you still practice hospitality in the middle of the pandemic of COVID-19? Do you, do you just have to put a pause on hospitality? Well, it can't, we can't have yeah. anyone over into our home, no. so we can't do hospitality. Um, what do we do with this? Yeah, yeah, we still reach out to people. We still invite them over if someone's uncomfortable. I mean, we can make up, you know, we've, we've done some stuff at parks or in our backyard. We've shifted the locations as needed because with various people, they are, you know, are comfortable or not comfortable, but we're still having people in our home when they're allowing, you know, when they're okay with it. And then we've done some backyard part, you know, outdoor stuff. And that's worked really well too. Totally. So you don't get a free pass, Mm -mm. um, from showing hospitality during a pandemic. You just need to be creative and resourceful and, you know, come up with ways to still practice this. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, all right, that's good stuff. Uh, and what are we having for dinner, Bethany? <laughs> Tonight? That's a good question. I actually don't know Ser- right seriously, now. Seriously, <laughs> but you don't know? <laughs> well, it's like, you know, I, yeah, I don't have a well, plan. Let's think about it. Maybe chicken pot pie because we've been talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be good with that. But seriously, what what do you think you'll make? Uh, chicken pot pie. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't have a plan. Sometimes uh, I do. All right. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. All right, see ya.